still trying. I'm still trying. This is The Art of Giving Up, your podcast for giving up bad days, bad ways, unfortunate habits, bad friends, and sometimes just giving up because life is too hard and it sucks. As always, I'm your host, Steven, and this week, not a solo pod, I'm joined again by the awesome, the amazing, should you introduce yourself this time, maybe? I don't know. Okay. All right. Who are you? Who am I? I'm Sierra. What? Sierra. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'll do it better. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I am the wonderful, beautiful, your friendly neighborhood relationship guru, Sierra. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you got all the catchphrases in and all that stuff. Yeah. And you're back here with me. And that since you're here. And I know you have other opinions on stuff, but because you run the super awesome bog, blog, 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 funkyatheart.com. I do. Right? You know, we're going to talk about relationships because that's what we do here now. That's I'm, that's what we do. At least that's what I do. That's what you do. <laughs> I don't normally do that. You know, I usually talk about like the health issues and wellness and stuff like that. But I, I kind of come to like the relationships that you have with the people around you. Those matter right of course they matter yeah they matter a lot so you know that's what we're gonna talk about and not just relationships we're talking about ending relationships oh oh yes so anyone who's listening oh i hear them i hear them there's like three of them anyone who's listening (laughs) right can participate in this so every week i've been doing like the little polls and stuff like that on instagram on facebook on twitter and you can participate as well uh giving up podcast on at gmail.com the art of giving up on instagram and the art of giving up on facebook and i asked a question this week do you know a question asked mm, no i do not it's because you don't participate you know i didn't know you were doing this you know user-friendly interactive thing yes 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 so this is what i was doing okay i asked a question and okay. it was like how do you end a relationship in a healthy way uh before you get to it, I'm going to read you some of the answers we got here, okay? In addition <laughs> in addition to the answers, I put like a little, there you go, a little poll under oh. to see how many people agree or disagree with the statement, all right? All right. So I'm going to start with number one, all right? So how do you end a relationship in a healthy way? Unless it's both mutual, no way is healthy. How do you feel about this? Um. Is there at all even a healthy way to yes. end a relationship? Yes, there is a very healthy way of ending it. Just like if there is a way for it to not be healthy, there obviously is a way for it to be healthy. For example, like an unhealthy way would be like 
breaking all of their shit and then telling them to get the fuck out. <laughs> That's an unhealthy way of ending things. It's a way of ending things, but it's unhealthy. Um, I mean, you both could break shit. That's still that's a mutual way, right? That's not healthy. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I'm a punk, so I've I've ended relationships not well. So, I think I think we've all done that. It's not a good thing. <laughs> um, here's the second one. Oh, but got the little poll under, mm-hmm. right? Look at that. Seventy one percent of the people who saw this agree with this, but twenty nine percent. I've been watching this all day, up and down. People like really think that I don't know. I don't understand what what are they disagreeing with. <laughs> I think they're disagreeing with the fact that it can't. Like, what was it? It was like, um, is it unhealthy? If, unless it's both mutual, then I mean. That doesn't mean that just because it's not like mutual on both ends, that's unhealthy because it can be very, very healthy for one person versus the other person. Like, oh my God, I can get into this. All right. All right. Let's let's go into the next one. Okay. Okay. Um, Just sit down and tell them that you're not happy and that you want to end it. I I mean, I guess that's a healthy way to end a relationship. I, I guess that's what you're supposed to do that's like textbook version of how to enter re- that's wiki how to end a relationship but it's good though you know because <laughs> like people i think people overcomplicate it a little bit and it's like well how do you do it how do you but the, the reality is like the next one says here tell them the truth be mindful of their feelings and be honest with yourself that's kind of all what you need to do when you end a relationship with someone and i'm thinking about this because i ended a relationship really terribly via text message because it really hurts to break up with someone and i'm a sucker oh yeah and don't i know it that's not a good thing to do no it's not but it's easy (laughs) that's what people misunderstand about relationships ending relationships is that yeah there's an easy way to go about it but that doesn't mean it's okay you should probably you know, do it the hard way because it's more rewarding after you do it the hard way. And then, ooh, I got like a little two-parter here. Oh, let's see. Ooh, this is high production here. Oh, Open God. communication and clarity on what you want, need, while being receptive to the other, even if you don't have the same needs and wants moving forward. I think it all kind of breaks down to like being mindful of the person's feelings, but realizing that someone's going to get hurt and if you're in a relationship, probably not you who's going to be hurt. See, I disagree with that because you yourself can be hurt if you really cared about someone, right? Some people get into this problem of which they, and I fall into this myself, in which they get hooked up on the idea of this is something that I really wanted it to work. And they think about like what it could have been and that makes it difficult for them because they're essentially admitting to not only that person but to themselves that it didn't work so all that time that you put into like that relationship which necessarily isn't wasn't wasted but it didn't go down a positive route but it feels like a waste yeah you know so here's one this is actually good i have a i got i got a, a little bit of a fan this is not connected with that Someone saw that and they sent me a message directly. Oh my god. Anonymous. Good. Okay. So, you know, 
uh, anonymous here. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to say it might be a person. I don't know. Good question. A lover and I have been trying to end a relationship for a while now due to long distance, but we just can't. We stopped speaking, and with that silence, we thought it was truly the end. But after a while, we spoke and realized that we just can't end it. So strange, I thought that silence, what? what? I don't know. <laughs> the more you tell yourself you're going to stop, you can't, I guess. Like going cold turkey on cigarettes. Slowly one day, you just slowly forget. Anonymous. Worded weird. No punctuation, so I was having trouble reading it, but I, but I get it. It's like going cold turkey on cigarettes. It's like, even if a relationship is unhealthy, mm-hmm. kind of like what you just said, like, um, it sucks. It's kind of sad. It's really hard. You put time in it, you know, and it's going to end. It has to end, but it's easier for it not to end. Yes, but it also makes it feel like you're prolonging the inevitable, which at some point it's like you're going to make the situation worse. Like you're going to hurt the person even more because they think that you know oh we're just having problems but in reality the other person has already like like person a has already psyched themselves way out of the relationship while person b is sitting there like oh you know we're just in a stagnant feel right now but we're just gonna all we have to do is just bump up just once and that sucks because then that makes you look like the asshole if you keep doing that you might as well just like do the cliche of rip the band-aid and just get it over with and it's not easy. I'm aware it's not easy because I, I don't do it. <laughs> I ha- I'm that person that takes forever to rip that bandaid off. Because just like I said, I have a hard time with admitting to myself that the person I invested it in, like, all that time wasn't wasted. It was just not good. Like... And I have to get over that a lot of times in which I have to sit there and be like, okay, there was a lot that I wanted for us to do. And there was a lot that I, there was so many places I wanted this to go and it didn't go that way. So I need to let this go now. But it's also the thing of like people having the fear of having to start over. No one wants to start over. And that's what people, that's what keeps people in relationships. They're like, well, I'm already comfortable. I already know this person. I already know what their ins and outs, their bad things are, and can I actually just deal with it? And sometimes that's really bad to our own mental and like emotional health mm-hmm. because we would rather stick to what's comfortable for us than to try and look for something that actually feels good and is good for us. There's this um, <laughs> there's this economic fallacy that I don't remember what it's called. I think it's called the whatever loss. What is it? What is it called? I know what it's called. I can't remember. They lost something, pretty much. Mm-hmm. You put all your time in. You put all your money. And it's like, man, I put all this time money in. So you put in the sunk costs. The sunk cost fallacy. You just keep putting your time and your money and your effort in and in and in. Because you've already invested your time until you're, like, broke. And, you know, yeah. until you've expended yourself emotionally. Yeah. Because in, um, that's definitely... So... We can tell, let's tell some stories, all right? I know you got one. Oh, my God. I don't really tell stories, but I'm going to tell a story. Ooh. Jeez. This is hard for me. I ended a relationship once with someone that I really cared about via text message because talking to someone in person is hard, 
and I would give in to them and be like, okay, let's be back together. So I texted her. I said, hey, that's it. You know, whatever. I was like, I don't want to be with you. And then I proceeded to be a complete and utter jackass. Every time that she would call me or text me, I would say mean and hurtful things. Not because I meant them, but because I still cared about this person, but I didn't want to be with them. So I was saying as much things as I could. You were deflecting. Like you were basically creating a barrier for yourself so that you wouldn't go back. Yes. Which, in a way, is very unhealthy. That yes. is a that's, that's another reason why texting is a unhealthy way of breaking out with someone. It's because people are afraid to actually confront negative emotions. I mean, nowadays people want to use negative emotions as like a trophy, and like they wear that as like you know a self identity thing. But they don't want to confront those kind of bad things because those experiences, like it or not build us to make better relationships so yes it was a very shitty thing to do but you were doing it because you wanted to protect yourself well and here's the reality is that because i like to think that i'm not the world's worst person i spoke to her after Mm -hmm. that and i did a lot of harm i did a lot of harm like that I said a lot of things. And, you know, when you're angry, you say things you mean, but extra. You know? Like, like if somebody chews their mouth open, you're just like, you're a fucking fat slob. You know, like, you're angry, and you're trying to deflect. You're trying to keep your distance. You're trying to hurt them. But then I realized that I had actually hurt her. And it's like, well, that's irreparable. You can't fix that. I mean, yeah, like I said, I never said you didn't hurt her. I just said that you were protecting yourself. And in protecting yourself, you hurt her, which is what people do, what a lot of people do when they break up with people, is that they don't tend to understand that the more that you try, there's a good, there's a way of going about it. And obviously, there's no textbook way of going about it because in the TV shows, they show you one way and people take it in extreme. Everyone's always afraid of like... It's not you, it's me. Right, kind of things. (laughs) Like, people are so afraid of like, oh, what's going to happen? Like, you just really have to bite the bullet about things like this and just do it a very simple way. Come to a conclusion of how to go about it and what you feel is more a best way of going about it. But the general best way to go about it is talking to them even if you can't like have someone be there to help you get to that point like (laughs) i think this is the part that's the hardest is that when you break up with someone when you're ending not just a relationship romantic with a a friendship and when you end any kind of when you end any kind of relationship um yeah you kind of end up in this thing where like people want to know why and for a lot of people yes I don't want to be with you. I don't want to be your friend is not enough. And this is where I think that you you can avoid the toxicity that I've exhibited myself, which is I said and did mean things to hurt someone instead of just being like, I don't want to be with you. And that is valid. And I don't have to explain myself to you. You know, you, you don't have to explain yourself. Right. No one is owed an explanation, but you should be clear about that you are leaving and have them understand that 
you know, this is just the conclusion of it. That's difficult. I, I find that difficult. When people go like, oh, I don't owe you an explanation. I'm just like, you should say something. Yeah, right. Like a but little like, something. Like you don't have to. You don't, like you don't have to. But you but should. But you should probably. Yeah, you should. Like I had, oh my God. All right. I'm listening. I'm here. I had a bad situation in which I had to not only end a friendship and a relationship at the same time. Mm. Mm. And it was bad because I really cared about this person. This person meant so much to me. And I hated it because I prolonged it. And I took years to end it. And I hated how I ended it. But in a way, I kind of did it in a quote-unquote healthy way. So I had this best friend um, in college who stuck with me like the whole years that I was in college um, I met him towards like the first um, uh, first sem- like end of my semester the first year um, and he and I were cool you know we joked around with each other we um, hung out in the same clubs together and eventually you know we decided after our friends pushed us to like like obviously you two like each other so you date and we did. We dated. It was good. It went well. It was great until I started realizing that the love that I felt for him wasn't as like a partner like love. I loved him as a friend and I appreciated him so much as a friend. And I hated that because he was so in love with me. And he would say things like, oh, you know. I feel like if I didn't have you in my life, I wouldn't want to live anymore. Like, you're my biggest inspiration. Like, you make it so that the world doesn't seem less sufferable. And if he wasn't saying stuff like that, like, he'd be totally negative about life. Which was weird, being that he was a comedian. (laughs) Like, he would make jokes about everything. You want to say something, just say. No, I'm listening. I'm... (laughs) I'm invested right now. Okay. Um, so I wanted to end it because he was just, his negativity about life made me feel like I was obligated to be with him. And I don't know. I just saw him so much more as like my best friend and like someone I was really close to. So I started doing this bad way. Like I started, maybe if I like didn't, be as active with him anymore we he would try to break out with me because that's my way of breaking up is to get you to break Mm -hmm. up with me so i don't do it Mm -hmm. that didn't work i was like maybe if i didn't have relations with him anymore he'd stop nope he stayed with me but distancing yourself and ruining the relationship to make them break up with you no that didn't work i was like maybe if i was like i was doing all this dumb stuff i never cheated maybe if i would just like not talk to him but stayed with me and it killed me every moment he did it until one day he came down to new york to celebrate um to go to a convention with me and i sat him down at a mcdonald's in public because i was afraid that if he was gonna wall out <laughs> like at least he did it in person yeah. and i sat him down and i was just like you know what i've been trying to do this forever and every time i tried he made me feel guilty about it but I have to do this. 
I want to be your friend, but I don't want to be in a relationship with you anymore. And the only reason why, like, I, you know, stop myself from doing it is because you threatened to kill yourself if I left or even thought about mentioning that. His reaction was exactly what you think it happened. First, he asked me why, and that's when I told him why. Then he kind of stormed out, left. Hold on, hold on. Quick question. Can I guess? Um, did he, after that, like send you text messages about he's going to kill himself at any kind of point or oh, time? Oh, no. This is why you should listen to the rest of it. Oh, let's do this. I'm, da- I'm sorry. He left the McDonald's. But because he's not familiar with the city, because this is an upstate boy, he kind of had to come back to the McDonald's because he didn't know where the train station was and how to find mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. So he came back, and then we sat down, and then he was very like sad about it. But eventually... He kind of accepted it. Um, so I walk, when I walked him back to the train, he asked me, is there any way I can fix it? And I told him, no, I'm, I really am done. And if you don't want to talk to me, that's fine. Then he said some hateful things to me. <laughs> and then I never heard from him for months and years until I got an email from him <laughs> asking for money back for all the stuff that he ever spent on me oh man and i said no because you gave that to me as a gift and he was just like you know what forget it i'm married now i just wanted closure you keep it and you have a good life i'm just saying if he really wanted closure he wouldn't have written you because that money's already gone it's been gone yeah so that was my worst experience because it, it hurt, and it took years for that to happen, but I did it, and I still feel like, ooh, that's weird. <laughs> what did you learn? What, what did you learn? I learned that with me prolonging it, I was hurting him, and I knew I was hurting him, and even I was being very selfish about it, because I didn't want to lose a friend, and I knew I was going to lose a friend, so instead of, like ending that relationship and losing that friend I decided fuck your feelings I'm gonna care about my feelings and I have this thing about being alone just like everybody else does like everyone doesn't want to be alone and I just didn't want him to leave me because he was so important to me so I was just like I want you to stay around me but you knew yeah you know so I learned that even if it's something that I want it's not gonna make me or him any better as people like he would have probably respected me more had I just ended it while we were still in college because then he would have gotten it over better and gotten to deal with it better but I can't be afraid of things anymore but it also taught me that like to in order for me to look for something that makes me happy I can't just be afraid to be comfortable I have to be uncomfortable I think that it's so funny because I know what I'm supposed to do, but I don't mean I do it. And you said something that's so real, like being uncomfortable, I think, is really the key to being successful. You know, pushing yourself beyond your boundaries, doing things you're uncomfortable with, especially when it comes to interpersonal relationships. If you do not feel happy with someone... You should communicate about it and you should speak up and you should let your voice be heard. But we don't do that. You know, 
if you feel overburdened or overwhelmed or or pressured, you're supposed to raise your voice and speak up. But we don't do that. Some of us do. Some of us say it, but we say it like mice, where it's yeah. just like, I kind of don't like when you do that. And they just be like, what do you mean? Think, you're like, okay, I, it's fine. I don't okay. like when you go on my phone. What do you mean you don't like when I go through your phone? You have an issue with it? Never mind. Well, are you hiding something? You have something to hide? No. <laughs> it's like, no, daddy. <laughs> you know but i just feel like you know so i just come around to that and it's just like yo fuck like there's no way to do it without hurting someone of course there's no way to do it without completely shattering the bounds the bonds that you've built you know of course i'm gonna tell you a story about someone i'm gonna tell you a friend story about someone i was friends with since high school oh lord we were friends for many many years yeah eons and then what had happened was we used to hang out at public library you know with all of our other real friends groups of us groups groups of us and we kept being friends we kept hanging out and like you know at that time in my life i didn't want to have a job i didn't want to do anything but then i got older and i started like i got a job and i started going to school and this person who i thought was my friend decided to like not be my friend anymore and i did not understand why did not understand why right and that shit stuck with me for like not too long not too long you know only like 10 years no i mean like eight years like all right a long time right and i remember thinking back to our friendships, right? To all of my friendships. And this one's a good example because while we were friends, we had stopped being friends. Like, mm. he was my friend. He would hang out with me and follow me around and we would do stuff. But I would feel really uncomfortable with the things that he would do and the things that he would say. But I would hang around anyway. Hey. Because I didn't want to be alone. Because <laughs> I want, I, you know, like, I like to be alone, but also I don't want to be completely abandoned. <laughs> Like, we can be alone, but we don't want to be lonely. Yeah, I don't want to be lonely. And so I've, that's one way I've lost a friend, like, by them just, like, vanishing and then me feeling some kind of way. When I should, honestly, when I knew our friendship was over, I should have just been like, hey, yo, like, I don't know how you end a friendship, like, peace, you know? You just start talking to people nowadays. But I kind of, like, tricked myself into believing we were still friends. How? I don't know, when somebody's around you all the time, you're just like, we're still friends. You're doing coke and crack and shit, but, you know, I don't do that, but we're still friends. And it's like, I don't really like what you're doing, and your politics are weird, but we're still friends. You know, it's like, I had this friend named Jose. Yo, in high school, Jose was an a-hole to me. I met him, I'll never forget this, because he had blue hair, spiky blue hair. And I was like, yo, Jose. I was like, dude, I was like, this dude, I was like, yo, your hair is mad cool. And he was like, thank you. Bam, you're friends, right? But he was so weird. He would always hump me and like hump people and like we would play like truth or dare and like he would like pull his pants down and run around with his freaking thing out and stuff like that. And he was like such a weird person. It made me uncomfortable. And like I'm not like a dude, you know, like bro. But he used to like he like shoved my head fucking in between the bed and the wall like farted in my face. And I was like, what are you doing? Like this is not like we I felt see his paint all over my fucking face like you know 
And I'm just like, what is going on? What is this, right? But like, (laughs) but for some reason, I wanted to be his friend, not because I liked him at all. In hindsight, I don't, I don't think I ever liked him. But like, how do you end any kind of friendship? Like ending a friendship that gets me. That's hard. Okay. Because ghosting people. Because what if? Oh, you got ooh hands in the air. I am like good at ending friendships because I don't keep anything i don't keep that my listen i can show you the little per, like place on my hand right here this i don't even know you can't there's like a little line in my hand right here that's how many friends i have it's a very very tiny minuscule line right ending friendships for me is really simple because people aggravate me with no problem right i get annoyed really easily so the way I would handle that situation was, it's like, if you felt that uncomfortable, right, all you had to do, right, is to do one thing, take two steps back, right, and then never talk to him again. So like, keep running right? in the other direction you know. and just don't talk to him again. Like, <laughs> you, however, because you felt so, you wanted to be lonely. See, you didn't want to be lonely. I understand. Everyone has these issues, right? Two steps to the left and then dash in that direction. Just keep running because that to me is spelled trouble <laughs> it, it is man it is you know <laughs> ending friendships is not as difficult as people make it seem it's just you feel like you need these people in your life because they quote-unquote validate you or they somewhat like if you don't have friends you're seen as an outcaster yeah no it's dumb hold on though you know about this i know you know about this that's that's not a real friendship. Let's talk about real friendships. People that you share rent with. People that you share cell phone bills with. People that you share your time and your emotions with. People that you really connect with and you put yourself forward and you put yourself and make yourself vulnerable for them. And either they hurt you or you're no longer interested in being their friend. How do you end that? How do you end a relationship with someone when you go to their house every Thanksgiving and you're part of their family, you know, and you care about them, but you don't want to be their friend anymore. Or when they hurt you, when they betray you. Something has to happen for that to happen. Like, obviously, yeah, they have to betray you, right? So you have to deal with ending a friendship. I know that because there's another, I have a lot of stories behind these things. I know. Is that why you bring me here? Yeah. Okay. I'm so good, though. I bought that one out of you, though, right? Yeah, there you go. I had, a, I had a friend circle, right? Best of friends. Like, went to high school with this girl who introduced me to these people. And I remember, like, it was this other best friend I had. And me, her, so it was, like, three girls with me included. And, like, um one girl's boyfriend, and then my boyfriend. That was my group circle. Hang out with them all the time in high school. Loved them so much. Did everything with these people. One night, it was the main girl's, like, uh, I guess, birthday week or whatever, and we were making drinks and whatnot. And long and long, it was my first time actually getting drunk, right? Get lit. The only problem was... One girl wasn't drinking because she wasn't, like, a drinker yet. She wasn't into alcohol yet. Um, And I wasn't paying attention, but I was drinking the most. And alcohol was affecting me the most. And 
my supposed best friend knew that the head girl was gonna call her like like the head be in charge at the point because that's what she wanted to be so i'm drinking you know having a decent time so i realize i'm drunk and then head be wanted to interrogate me right mm. because at the time i had broken up with my ex-fiance like a long time ago and i dated someone that she didn't approve of so she wanted to question me about some things about him and why i was interfle i was interchanging our circle and not following quote-unquote directions right Ooh, she thought was the Mean Girls. What's up? She this think, was basically a Mean Girls situation. Think, she thinks but that I she's in a movie. What's this? Like, but I wasn't like I'm not the type of person where like I run under people. I don't follow nobody. I'm not. Uh, like, I'm not a follower. Strong, I just don't, proud black woman. Got don't your hair up and everything. Like Erica Badu. Got Thank you. Thank you. So, um, so she's interrogating me, and I already feel like I'm in a bad situation. Being the journalist that I am, I grab my phone. I have no. I grab my iPod. And I press the record app, and then I turn it over, and I proceed to let things happen. Because even when I'm drunk, I'm not stupid. So she's, like, interrogating me, asking me why I'm bringing him around, and, and I'm being interrogated, like, in a harassing environment. And I'm just like, why is everyone coming for me? I'm defenseless. I'm drunk. I can't fight any of these people because I've never fought before. And if I were to fight... I'm not coordinated. I'm in a house by myself with alcohol in my system. Who's going to fight for me? It's a bunch of girls out to me. So, whatever. That happens. The next day, I played a recording for not only my boyfriend at the time, but I also played it for her. And I'm just like, this is what you did to me. And I don't appreciate that because you're coming at me and you put me in a defensive situation knowing that I was drunk, knowing that I had no way to defend myself all because you didn't approve of my relationship because you wanted to run me and I love you and I care about you, but I don't run nobody that isn't like mom, like, like, you're not my mom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not following no woman just because you say, like, you said so. Just because you say jump, I'm going to just go. Why are you yelling out jump randomly? Like, are you singing a song? <laughs> like, I'm Word. not going to ask you, you hi. Like, who you think you is? <laughs> so it bothers me because then at a time I'm just like, I can't believe my closest girlfriend did that to me. But you know what? I realized that I have morals. I wasn't going to follow nobody no matter how much we went through. I don't care if we had, don't no one try to run me because I ain't no slave. I may love you, but you definitely not about to put me in shackles. So mm-hmm. we decided not being your friend anymore. And I walked away. Mind you, I had Valentine's with this woman. I seen her mama. I, I was there when her mama passed. I was there when like she lost a house. Best friends for years. There when people were bullying her in high school. I refused to let you run me. So I walked away. And that's the only way you can independent. You have to walk away. You have to decide for yourself. Is this good for me? And if it ain't good for you, there's a door. <laughs> walk through it. There's the door. Wow. All right. Well, damn. I guess I know now how to end a friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Send them to the door. You step out of it. Damn. 
I don't know what else to say. That's kind of that's kind of it, man. We just destroyed it. Bam. <laughs> you know. I want to thank you for being here. That's You're so welcome. awesome. Thank you so much. Do I you have hold on? Here. You got your uh, you got your blog. You got anything else? You got you got any posts coming up? Oh yes, I'm working on a very scandalous story because it's a very scandalous. important story. Oh, it's more scandalous. Oh my goodness, though. <laughs> it's one of those stories that I actually was afraid to write my whole life, but now, big girl panties. I'm gonna finally put it out there and. Hopefully, you know, I don't bring up another situation like the R. Kelly situation. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> All right, so you got the you got the website? Funkyatheart.com. You got an email? No. <laughs> no Instagram? No. Coming no. soon though, right? You gonna yeah, get all, the, all you know, that stuff for, is coming soon. But you know, for right now, my website is the main thing yeah. that you're gonna deal with. And of course the question that we had today was like how do you end a relationship? in a healthy way Mm -hmm. and anyone who participated on that of course if you want to participate as well instagram 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 (laughs) art of giving up art of giving up podcast facebook art of giving up podcast i think there's a trend here you know uh twitter art of giving up or giving up podcast and gmail art of giving up podcast at gmail.com come on it's easy okay um I want to thank you. I want to thank everyone. So this week we're going to do something special. So the intro to the podcast is Vive by Conversion with Oceans. Uh, Alex Bondrev, that's his like little solo project. He works with other people and other artists. Yeah. So him, uh, Brian Keith, and ELEW have just released a single called oh When You See Me. It's on iTunes. It's going to be in Google Play, I think, next week. It's super awesome. And that's kind of the song I'm going to play at the end of this episode if you want to purchase it you know how to use a phone okay it's called hold on i got you right here it's called it's called <clears throat> when you see me featuring e-l-e-w and brian keith i paid my dollar okay he lets me use his music and i paid for it because it's good okay it's good don't press the button hold on okay hold on you hear the guitar you can't hear the guitar no i can't you have no headphones you're right but I've heard the song before it's and it's, good. it's really good actually. Right. Um, I want to thank everyone for joining me, joining us on this, our journey of self-improvement, discovery, learning, and understanding because life is hard. Very. But it's awesome when you're able to sit and share with other people your experiences because, you know, we're all seeking, we're all searching for, we're all moving towards what? Peace. Oh, you remember. <laughs> Peace. Enjoy the song. Playing it in its full. Let's do this. Uh. When you see me, you won't know me. Cause when I see
you a quick little story about Alex, the singer of Conversing with Oceans. When I was like homeless, right? I used to always go up to the Bronx and I would go to the FLC Bronx Underground, right? And one of the first times that his old band, A Moment's Worth, that they played was at the High Line, which is closing this month. And he was selling the tickets. And he was selling tickets. And I remember me, I really wanted to go so bad and I had no money. And, like, I, I don't know, I mentioned it to someone or whatever. He came to me, he was like, hey, you know, I got some tickets for you so you can come to the show. And I was, like, the best thing that ever happened. That was probably the first time that I had been to a concert that wasn't in FLC. Was going to the High Line and seeing them. And I remember me and Ian, because I went with a friend of mine, uh, Ian Rosso, and they were playing or whatever. And we were just running in circles. Run, 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 run. And we were pitting. And it was just the two of us. And they were just standing there. Because they were the opening band. And all these other bands are there. And just like not doing <laughs> anything. So, yeah. That's my Alex story. Because Alex is like the greatest person. And if you are listening to this, um, you if you go to Twitter, no, Instagram, it's the Bronx. They're doing a event and they're going to have a lot of bands, but the bands that get the most votes are going to go. Both Conversing with Oceans and the Drew Taurus Trio are going to be there if you go to the It's the Bronx Instagram and click that like button. All right, that's it. I'm done. Peace. <laughs>